This is West Tigers Radio live after tonight's match at Combank Stadium where the West Tigers went down to the Storm 26 points to 16. Let's go live to Parramatta and Eddie Otto. Eddie. Thank you, Joel. Yeah, live out here. Melbourne winning 26-16 after the West Tigers led 10-4 at halftime. Joined by Declan and Steve post-match. Declan, I'll come to you first. Was that an opportunity missed tonight? Um, yeah, I think it was. I was very disappointed in the second half. Um, I think they scored 22 points in that second half. So that's uh, not to mention the injury toll for Melbourne in key positions. So I think it was 100% an opportunity to break their um, record in round one. Steve leading 10-4 at half-time and then Marmalo scoring that try. It looked like we had all the uh, all the momentum. Yeah, it did. It was, it was looking really positive there, there for a while. But, you know, un- unfortunately, we made... Uh, Gave away too many penalties in the ruck and uh, you know, a few unforced errors in the early stage of the second half. And then it was momentum lost. And once Melbourne got a sniff and got that momentum uh, and, and, and a, bit of, uh, you know, a, bit, a bit of luck too, I'd say, then, then it was shut the game. We will get to some of the positives, boys, because there were some tonight. But Declan, uh, the goal line defence still struggled. I don't know. haven't obviously seen the game on TV, but being out here, I think they were probably on our goal line maybe six times and come away with, with four or five tries. Yeah, in that first half, it didn't really seem like they had many opportunities, but they were pretty clinical in the first half. And then in the second half, you're right, they had a ton of possession on the line and they just... Every time they went on our line, it felt like they came in with points or some sort of like victory, which I think was probably the exact opposite for us because we were probably a little bit inefficient in that 20 zone for Melbourne, against Melbourne, sorry. Steve, what did you make of the overall defensive performance? Looked like the effort was there, but um, just struggled with the storm attacking our line. Yeah, in, in, you know, if, you, when you look at it, you take, you take you know, a little bit of the emotion out of it, a 10-point loss to the storm. You know, where we competed for most of the game is a pretty good effort. This is definitely a different Tigers side. Yeah, they, they, they've got more to them than what we've seen in the last couple of years, that's for sure. But it is disappointing when the, the same mistakes do come back to haunt us, and that's that. You know, defence out wide, yeah, but we got caught short out wide because we weren't quick enough to reset our defence in the middle and, 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 and therefore drag in our, our outside defenders and then we were sure. And then, as I said before, those those errors, costly errors, and and um, you know penalties given away those penalties in the ruck. And that's that's just been our Achilles heel for years. So you know it was. They're, 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 it's a different Tigers team. There's no way all the predictions of, of run and last are going to happen based on tonight's effort. But we didn't get the points. Yeah, it was it was a typical round one game in some respects, where there were a lot of six against. Even even Melbourne. Declan made a lot of errors. Um, what about our halves combination, Brooks and Hastings? I thought both were fair without either really standing out. Tonight. Yeah, I think that I think that Jackson Hastings got a, a solid debut. I wouldn't say he did much incredibly. I thought he combined really well with Dan Laurie for an awful limits try. But besides that, probably no standouts. And I thought that Luke Brooks had a really good few touches when Ken Mamalo scored his second try, I believe. Like he, yeah, yeah, he got like into defence. He really looked like he was like engaged in that one set. But like other than that, to be honest, I think that it was kind of disappointing for both halves, especially when you compare them to what Jerome Hughes was doing on the other side of the field. I think it was, I think we were showing what like an elite halfback looks like in this competition. 
Yeah, well, it was interesting to watch, Steve. Um, at first glance, it didn't seem like our halves combined an awful lot. What did you make of their, their combination and performance? Oh, look, I, I thought in the first first half they did. Um, you know, they initially we, we didn't play in that locket pivot role and, and we were playing our halves at first receiver, but it was an extremely wide first receiver. I did notice a number of times that, that the second half would wrap around the, the first half and, and our seven would go to six or six would go to seven. So that so they, they weren't playing either side all the time. So that was happening. And then the minute Pleaching came out, he did go into that pivot role, push Brooks and Hastings wider, which looked good in the first half. But we, I don't know. I, I have to look at the game again, but we seemed to go away from it in the second half because we didn't seem to play with that same width. But I, I, I reckon that's probably because we're on the back foot a lot of the time once we lost momentum. Ken Marmalo, Declan, he was probably my man of the match at first glance. Two tries and he nearly had another where he was held up over the line. Yeah, he was amazing. Those two tries where he scored was really, really good, especially the second one. It was just pure athleticism. But I think the thing for me that was most impressive was his meter is dummy out like yardage because I'm not really too sure of the stats in front of me, but like just being there at the game, he was just really impressive. Every time he, he got the ball, he carried a few Melbourne Storm um, defenders um, when we got the ball back off kicks, and it was just really, really impressive. Steve, some of the other outside backs, I thought Noffa had a pretty good game, and then Gildard and Roberts, there were glimpses there, um, but probably, probably maybe not enough. Yeah, that, that, they were both guilty of unforced errors when they were trying to push the pass. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'd agree. Gildart, you know, stepping, stepping inside a number of times, he looked dangerous when he did that. Uh, Roberts was showing a turn of speed he, when he had a little bit of space and, and, and did look dangerous without, without making, you know, huge yardage uh, when, that, when the opportunity presented itself. So, yeah, they, they, they looked dangerous in, in attack. Um, and, and considering that our combinations will get better, you know, as, as these guys play together more, yeah, there is something there to be uh, positive about. Looking at the forward pack tonight, Declan, I don't have any of the stats in front of me. Obviously, I haven't been out of the game, but uh, both back rowers, again, look really dangerous. Tuolagi set up the first try. Was there any other forwards that is there a standout for you there tonight, pack? Um, it's really tough because I, I think they all played really, really well in that first half. I think Mysgrove, Susfano, I think they're all really, really good. But then a lot of it was undone in that second half, especially with that huge try with a lot of lazy, like, in-the-middle efforts. So it's kind of hard for me to pick one forward because I think that a few of them could probably be accused of some lazy play in that second half. What about you, Steve? What did you make of the forward? Yeah, pretty much the same as what Declan just said. I, you know, I thought, I thought the first half that they were awesome. You know, really, really aggressive. That they, they were on top. You know, they were absolutely on top at half time, and then then in the beginning of the second half. But you know, as as has been the case for a very long time, we just couldn't sustain it for for that for that eighty minutes. And you know what what seemed to happen towards the end of the game. Well, the second half of the game really was Mel- Melbourne really, really slowed us down when we had the ball. Like they jumped, they, they got numbers in tackles, they jumped all over us, they were slow to get off, um, and they, they weren't being penalised for it. So I don't know why we weren't doing the same because we weren't slowing them down in the ruck in that second half as much as they were slowing us down. Um, and I, you know, I'd have to look at the game again to, to try to work out why, but that, that went a long way to why, you know. Melbourne got on top through through that momentum up the middle. Yeah, I just thought that the what the way the game the way the game swung, I just thought it was a little 
little just disappointing or just, just feeling flat, Declan, because they did, I think, have Brandon Smith. I arrived after about two minutes. I think he had already gone off, apparently, with a broken hand. And they lost uh, George Jennings with a knee after 20 minutes. So they were down to 15 after 20 minutes. So I, I just felt like, you know, at 14-4 up, if we're ever going to beat Melbourne in a round one game, tonight was the chance. And yeah, I think if you look at that game and you just look at the score, I think you could probably be forgiven for thinking, oh, it was only a 10-point loss to the Melbourne Storm, that's all right. But I think if you look at the context, it is a little bit embarrassing because, as you said, uh, Melbourne, a lot of key players out in key positions, and we, we were leading by 10 points at halftime, then bowled it, conceded 22 points in the second half when we had so many opportunities to win that game. We just, the same old, same old rubbish in defence and it's just it's a little bit deflating, to be honest. Yeah, frustrating. Steve, just going back to the, the spine for one minute, I, I thought, um, say, Simpson competed hard. I, I don't know about the, the quality of his service, but he definitely goes in there and have a go. And uh, Dane Laurie, he, again, competed, but probably, probably made a couple of errors towards the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, he did. I, I agree with you with Simkin. He didn't set the world on fire, but he was he was in there having to go. He, I, I noticed uh, he got bumped off a few times, but that, that's to be expected. He's, he's not not a huge man. Uh, but you know, the, the, the spine is still a, a work in progress. It, again, you know, we, we've had this conversation so many times, and and, and I come out, you know, uh, and promote Luke Brooks. But as far as our half and five eight went in that second half. Um, you know, getting control of the ruck is a big thing, but again, we just didn't seem to take control of a winning opportunity. You know, like we, we didn't just just kick to the corners and and and, and hem them down right right in their their end. We, we let them back into the game, and, and that's that's been a problem for a long time. And, and you know, there's 17 players that are responsible for that, but your halves do have to have you know control of the game. And when we're ahead by 10, we should we, we should be controlling that. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I know Declan, you were you were on Brooks' watch tonight. He sort of it looked like a typical Brooks game for me, where he sort of he ended up in a few dead ends running the ball. Uh, he was responsible for, for helping that first try out. He, I mean, goalkeeping's a worry as well. I mean, he didn't strike him too well with a boot. Yeah, I think it was one of those things where he, you could probably point to like a few good moments in the game, but I think overall he was a bit quiet. And he also missed that tackle on Hughes, that break that led to the Xavier coach try, I believe, as well. So I think all in all, it was a pretty disappointing game from Brooks. And yeah, I think the, the kicking ended up in the third because he didn't really look like he was confident with them. So that will be interesting to keep an eye on in the coming weeks. All right, boys. Well, probably just about to wrap it up. Steve, you were uh, you were out there a bit earlier tonight. You hosted an Ambush event, which was a, which was successful, apparently. Yeah, we had, we had a great. Um, we had a great event. So we probably had, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe 60 people in the room, I'd reckon. You know, we, we had one of the bars there and uh, you know, we, we ran a quiz and, and we did a bit of a, a podcast Q&A uh, session and involving some of the, the people that were there as well. And then Justin Pasco stopped, stopped by and, and Gary interviewed him for 10 minutes, which, which, which was really positively received. So, yeah, it was, it was great. It was a great uh, event before the game, and uh, looking forward to our next one. All right. Well, uh, Declan, what did, what did you rate that performance out of 10 just finally? I'm, I'm probably going somewhere between a 5 or a 6. Steve probably sounds a little bit more positive than, than we do about the performance. Uh, I'm going to give it a 4. 
I was, I'm pretty, I'm pretty shattered at the moment because I really did think we could win that, but it's just the same old rubbish that we see from last season just crept up in the second half. So yeah, I'm gonna give it four. Steve, Declan's gone a four. What are you giving it out of ten? That performance on first look. Yeah, look, look I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't be more positive than a six. I, I think, you know, first half I would have given an eight. Second half I probably, probably, probably give a, a four. So what is, does, it, does that average out of six? It probably, probably does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, then Newcastle next week, Declan. It's up there at uh, Marathon. I don't know what they call it now, but they were uh, red hot today, Newcastle. So I suppose it, it, it doesn't get any easier. Even they go, going from Storm to Newcastle, you're probably playing a side with, with more fit troops. Yeah, but I suppose we beat them in similar circumstances last season. I think that we lost the first game against the Raiders, and they were red hot favourites against us up in Newcastle. So let's hope that Killen Ponga picks up uh, an injury so we can <laughs> uh, be more of a chance. But, you know, I think they'll bounce back. I think they're watching signs that it just needs to be more sustainable going forward. All right, boys. Well, thanks for joining us tonight on West Tigers Radio. We'll be back tomorrow night with a full podcast with uh, probably Gary as well, who was out at the game, uh, reviewing this game, obviously, and, and looking ahead to next week when we take on the night. So thanks for joining us, boys. Have a good night. Cheers, Eddie.